Good morning. Today we begin our worship by singing hymn 392, Blessed is the man forever blessed. Son and of the Holy Spirit. Beloved in the Lord, let us draw near with a true heart and confess our sins unto God our Father, beseeching him in the name of our Lord Jesus to grant us forgiveness. Our help is in the name of the Lord. I said, I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord. O Almighty God, merciful Father, I, a poor, miserable sinner, 
confess unto thee all my sins and iniquities, with which I have ever offended thee, and justly deserve thy temporal and eternal punishment. But I am heartily sorry for them, and sincerely repent of them. And I pray thee of thy boundless mercy, and for the sake of the holy, innocent, bitter sufferings and death of thy beloved Son, Jesus Christ, to be gracious and merciful to me, a poor, sinful being. Upon this, your confession, I, by virtue of my office, as they called an ordained servant of the word, announce the grace of God unto all of you. And in the stead and by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Our psalm for today is Psalm number 66 and we read it responsibly. Make a joyful noise unto God, all ye lands. Sing forth the honor of his name. Make his praise glorious. Say unto God, how terrible art thou in thy works. Through the greatness of thy power shall thine enemies submit themselves unto thee. All the earth shall worship thee, and shall sing unto thee. They shall sing to thy name. Come and see the works of God. He is terrible in his doing toward the children of men. He turned the sea into dry land. They went through the flood on foot. There did we rejoice in him. He ruleth by his power forever. His eyes behold the nations. Let not the rebellious exalt themselves. O oh, blessed our God, his people, and make the voice of his praise to be heard which holdeth our soul in life, and suffereth not our feet to be moved. For thou, O God, hast proved us, thou hast tried us as silver is tried. Thou broughtest us into the net, thou laidst affliction upon our loins. Thou hast caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water, but thou brought us out into a wealthy place. I will go into thy house with burnt offerings. I will pay thee my vows. Which my lips have uttered, and my mouth has spoken, when I was in trouble. I will offer unto thee burnt sacrifices of fatlings with the incense of rams. I will offer bullocks with goats. Come and hear, all ye that fear God, and I will declare what ye have done for my soul. I cried unto him with my mouth, and he was extolled with my tongue. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. But verily God hath heard me. He hath attended to the voice of my prayer. Blessed be God, which hath not turned away my prayer, nor his mercy from me.
almighty and everlasting God, who dost govern all things in heaven and earth, mercifully hear the supplications of thy people, and grant us thy peace all the days of our life, through Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. You may be seated. The Old Testament lesson appointed for today, recorded in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 18, beginning at the 15th verse. The Lord thy God will raise up unto thee a prophet from the midst of thee, of thy brethren, like unto me. Unto him ye shall hearken. According to all that thou desirest of the Lord thy God in Horeb, in the day of the assembly, saying, Let me not hear again the voice of the Lord my God, neither let me see this great fire any more, that I die not. And the Lord said unto me, They have well spoken that which they have spoken. I will raise them up a prophet from among their brethren like unto thee, and will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak unto them all that I command him, and it shall come to pass that whosoever will not hearken unto my words, which he shall speak in my name, I will require it of him. Here ends our reading of the Old Testament lesson. I ask you to please rise for the reading of the Holy Gospel. gospel appointed for today is recorded in St. John's Gospel in chapter 2, beginning at the first verse. And the third day there was a marriage in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there, and both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus saith unto him, They have no wine. Jesus saith unto her, Woman, what have I to do with thee? Mine hour is not yet come. His mother saith unto the servants, Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. And there were set there six water pots of stone after the manner of the purifying of the Jews, containing two or three firkins apiece. Jesus saith unto them, Fill the water pots with water. And they filled them up to the brim. And he said unto them, Draw out now, and bear unto the governor of the feast. And they bear it. When the ruler of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine, and knew not whence it was, but the servants which drew the water knew, the governor of the feast called the bridegroom, and saith unto him, Every man at the beginning doth set forth good wine, and when men have well drunk, then that which is worse. But thou hast kept the good wine until now. This beginning of miracles did Jesus in Cana of Galilee, and manifested forth his glory, and his disciples 
believed on him. Here ends our reading of the Holy Gospel. Today we confess our faith and we'll use the words of the Apostles' Creed. And I might explain to you that uh, the reason I do this is to use the Apostles' Creed is because since we do not have regular services with matins or vespers, uh, I don't want to see the Apostles' Creed fall into misuse or a neglect of using it because it's such a beautiful creed. And so uh, that's why I refer us to it every once in a while, even though the Nicene Creed is in the page 15 liturgy. So we confess our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed found on page 12. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended to heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. You may be seated. We continue by singing hymn 360, which is, O oh, for a thousand tongues to sing.
I ask you to bow your heads and join me in a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we again ask your Holy Spirit's blessing upon the speaking and the hearing of your word this day, that we might see how you have sent our Lord Jesus Christ as that promised prophet who would speak to us your word, and that we also might see our responsibility to hear your word at his mouth and believe. We pray these things in his name. Amen. The word of God, which we consider today, is recorded in Deuteronomy chapter 18, verses 15 through 19. And I read these verses to you again. The Lord thy God will raise up unto thee a prophet from the midst of thee, of thy brethren, like unto me. Unto him ye shall hearken. According to all that thou desirest to the Lord thy God in Horeb in the day of the assembly, saying, Let me not hear again the voice of the Lord my God, neither let me see this great fire any more, that I die not. And the Lord said unto me, They have well spoken that which they have spoken. I will raise them up a prophet from among their brethren like unto thee, and will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak unto them all that I command him. And it shall come to pass that whosoever will not hearken unto my words, which he shall speak in my name, I will require it of him. So here Moses as he reminds God's people of all the law before his death, uh, just before they get ready to enter into the land of promise, also reminds them that God was going to raise up a prophet from among them like Moses, who would speak to them God's word. And he reminds them that they were to hear and to heed his word. We remember that Moses was the mediator of the Old Covenant, that God gave his law through Moses. However, when we go back to Exodus chapter 20, we see that when they came to Mount Sinai, that God spoke directly in the hearing of the people, and actually, uh, you have to back up a little bit into chapter 19 uh, to read some of these things. But then in chapter 20, God spake all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. And he speaks the Ten Commandments in the hearing of the people. And at verse 18, after the command regarding coveting, it says, And all the people saw the thunderings and the lightnings and the noise of the trumpet and the mountain smoking. And when the people saw it, they removed and stood afar off. And they said unto Moses, Speak thou with us, and we will hear. But let not God speak with us, lest we die. And so the people, when they heard the voice of the Lord were terrified. And God spoke his commandments and they realized that here is the holy God giving us these commands which 
we have failed to keep. And so they asked that Moses would speak to them and that Moses would go to God and hear God's word and that Moses would speak that word to them. And so Moses went up on Mount Sinai for 40 days and 40 nights and God gave him the Ten Commandments. And Moses came down and he taught these commandments to the people. And the people heard Moses. And as you go on, we read in the Old Testament that you know, Moses would go into the tent of meeting and God would speak to Moses there and then he would come out and teach and explain what God had said to the people and his face would shine reflecting the glory of God and then he would put a veil on his face so the people would not see this glory fading away. And so Moses was the mediator of the old covenant. He is the one that was the go-between between God and Israel. What Moses here says God has promised in accord with their words, you know, let not God speak with us, but you speak with us. You go to God and you come to us. Moses promised that there was going to come a day, and we remember, you know, Moses is about to die. He's not going to go into the land of promise. But God is going to raise up for you a prophet like unto me. Unto him you shall hearken. And this is according to all that you spoke, you know, in Horeb at Mount Sinai in the day of the assembly when they were assembled and heard God speak the Ten Commandments, saying, Lest let me not hear again the voice of the Lord my God, neither let me see this great fire anymore, that I die not. You know, we know from the scriptures that no one can stand in the presence of God and see his face and live if he is a sinner, because God's law condemns him. Even Moses, he asked to see the glory of the Lord, and God said, you can't see my face. But God granted his request, and by placing him in the cleft of a rock, covering him with his hand as he went by, and then letting him see the train of his glory, the backside uh, of his glory. And God spoke the words that he was, you know, the almighty God, that he is the one who punishes sin and iniquity up into the third and fourth generations of those who hate him, but he is also the one who shows mercy to thousands who love him and keep his commandments. Well, who is this prophet? You know, the people spoke well. So often the people did not speak well. But they spoke well, God says, because who can stand in the presence of God and hear his word? Well, the fulfillment, of course, is our Lord Jesus, who is the mediator of the new covenant. We see that Jesus is the fulfillment when we look in the New Testament in Acts chapter 3, verses 22 and 23. Here it says, and Peter is speaking here he says for moses truly said unto the fathers a prophet shall the lord your god raise up unto you of your brethren like unto me him shall ye hear in all things whatsoever he shall say unto you 
And it shall come to pass that every soul which will not hear that prophet shall be destroyed from among the people. Very similar, you know, he's quoting here, uh, referencing Deuteronomy 18, where it says, And it shall come to pass that whosoever will not hearken, who will not listen to my words, which he shall speak in my name, I will require it of him. We see it also in the Mount of Transfiguration in the Gospel of Luke in chapter 9. In chapter 9, uh, this would be verses 34 and 35 when Jesus appears to his disciples in glory, speaking with Moses and Elijah about his coming departure, his coming sufferings and death in Jerusalem. And it says that while he thus spake, there came a cloud. Peter had said, you know, it's good for us to be here. Let's make three tabernacles, two, three, three shelters, and we'll, we'll stay here. We'll make shelters for you, Moses, and Elijah. But while he spake, there came a cloud and overshadowed them, and they feared as they entered into the cloud. And we need to probably think here of cloud of God's glory, like the cloud that overshadowed uh, the tabernacle and that led the people of Israel in the wilderness. But it says, and there came a voice out of the cloud saying, this is my beloved son, hear him. And so God says, listen to him. He's the one who is that prophet, the mediator of the new covenant who would speak to them God's word and who would reveal to them the truth. I think of John chapter 1, where John writes, Of his fullness have all we received, and grace for grace. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. No man has seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, he hath declared him. And so Jesus, who is in the bosom of the Father, he is one with the Father, has come into this world and declared, revealed to us who God is, what his will is, what his word is. He revealed to us the salvation that our Lord Jesus accomplished for us. I think also of the Great Commission when Jesus told his disciples, All power is given unto me in heaven and earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever, whatsoever I have commanded you. And so again, the disciples were to teach all that Jesus had commanded them, all that he had taught them, because he came and spoke God's word. And of course, there is the warning that those who do not listen to and heed the voice of the Son will be judged by God, as it says in verse 19 of our text. And it shall come to pass that whosoever will not hearken unto my words, which he shall speak in my name, I will require it of him. Just looking at a number of passages in the Gospel of John, in St. John's Gospel in chapter 8, at verses 42 and following, Jesus said to them, 
If God were your father, ye would love me, for I proceeded forth and came from God. Neither came I of myself, but he sent me. Why do ye not understand my speech, even because ye cannot hear my word? Ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of the desires of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. And because I tell you the truth, ye believe me not. Which of you convinceth me of sin? And if I say the truth, why do you not believe me? He that is of God heareth God's words. Ye therefore hear them not, because ye are not of God. And so Jesus spoke God's words to the people. The problem was with those who did not hear is they were not of God, and so they did not hear and believe God's word. In chapter 12 of St. John's Gospel, at verses 44 and following, Jesus cried and said, He that believeth on me believeth not on me, but on him that sent me. And he that sent me seeth him, or he that seeth me seeth him that sent me. I am come a light into the world, and whosoever believeth on me should that whosoever believeth on me should not abide in darkness. And if any man hear my words and believe not, I judge him not. For I came not to judge the world, but to save the world. He that rejecteth me and receiveth not my words hath one that judgeth him. The word that I have spoken, the same shall judge him in the last day. For I have not spoken of myself, but the Father which sent me, he gave me a commandment, what I should say and what I should speak. And I know that this commandment is life everlasting. Whatsoever I speak, therefore, even as the Father said unto me, so I speak. And so Jesus has come as that prophet promised who would speak and reveal to us God the Father, who would reveal to us God himself. And of course, we can see this in other passages of Scripture. Uh, for example, when Jesus was speaking to Nicodemus, and he told Nicodemus that as Moses lifted up the serpent of the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him would not perish but have everlasting life or eternal life. And so Jesus is testifying God's word to the people. But he also warned, you know, he that believes is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. He's rejected the word which God gave Jesus to speak. One more section of scripture relating to this is in the book of Hebrews. In Hebrews chapter 1, we read that God, who at sundry times in a diverse manner spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down, are sat on the right hand of the majesty on high. And then when we look at the beginning of the next chapter, it says, therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, 
lest at any time we should let them slip. For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward, and of course the Bible teaches us that Moses received the law of God uh, through the intermediary of angels. How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by that by them that heard him. God also bearing them witness, both with signs and wonders and with diverse miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost, according to his own will. And so if those who did not listen to the word of God given to them through Moses were judged and condemned, what's going to happen to those who do not listen to the word of God given to us by that prophet, that intermediary between God and man, our Lord Jesus Christ. And he is the one who came into this world and proclaimed himself the Son of God and said that unless you believe in me, you're going to die in your sins. The question for us to consider today as we think about Jesus as the fulfillment of this Old Testament passage, that prophet like unto Moses, is do we hear the Son and heed his word? And of course, it's easy for us to say, oh, yes, I, I hear the Son. I listen to his word. I do what the Bible says. But what does he call upon us to do? We talked about this this morning in our Bible class. You know, the first words of a prophet in 400 years with John the Baptist was to repent. Jesus went about preaching that all should repent and believe the gospel. The word, the message of God, which Jesus speaks to us, is that we need to repent of our sinful ways, our rebellion against God, and we need to place our faith in Jesus and what he accomplished for us on the cross because there's salvation in no other. He is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by him. And so his message to you and to me is that we need to examine our lives continually and where we see sin and evil in our lives and our hearts. We need to acknowledge that as sin and look to the Lord Jesus for mercy and forgiveness and then seek God's help and strength to amend our ways that we might live for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is why, as I read in Bible class this morning, our Lord Jesus, after he rose from the dead, said that it was written, and thus it behooved or was necessary for Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. The message of Jesus is a message of repentance and faith in his name for forgiveness and life because it's the only way you and I can be ready for his return on the last day. And if you think about our church service, how do we begin? We begin by confessing our sins in thought, word, and deed and fleeing to the mercy of God for the sake of our Lord Jesus Christ who kept God's law for us, and then 
died on the cross, took our sins upon himself, paid the price, made atonement for our that we might have forgiveness. Now I know since we do the same service every Sunday, it's pretty easy just to rattle off those words and not heartily repent. It might be like it often sounds, I know Lonnie's told me this, it sounds like I heartily repent <laughs> rather than heartily repent. Uh, but we are to heartily, from the heart, repent of our sins and look to Jesus Christ for mercy and forgiveness. And of course, the message of our Lord Jesus Christ is that all who believe in him will not be condemned, but they will have everlasting life. The message of our Lord Jesus Christ is to look to him as God's Messiah and Savior. As God said on the Mount of Transfiguration, this is my beloved son, hear ye him, listen to him. And so we hear his word. And I'd like to close this morning by reading from 1 John in chapter five, beginning at verse seven. For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost, and these three are one. And there are three that bear witness on earth, the Spirit, and the water, and the blood, and these three agree in one. If we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater, for this is the witness of God, which he hath testified of his Son. He that believeth on the Son of God hath this witness in himself. We have the Holy Spirit given to us. He that believeth not God hath made him a liar, because he believeth not the record that God gave of his Son. And this is the record that God hath given to us, eternal life, and this life is in his Son. And so this is the message which God has communicated and given to us through our Lord Jesus, and which we have recorded in the Holy Scriptures, that God has given us the gift of eternal life, but this life there's only one place. It's in his son, Jesus Christ, in his holy life, is his innocent sufferings and death. Therefore, verse 12, he that hath the son hath life, and he that hath not the son of God hath not life. God grant that we hear that prophet like unto Moses, that we repent of our sins, we place our faith in Jesus and his cross, that we might have life. Amen. I ask you to please stand. The peace of God which passeth all understanding, keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus.
be seated. We continue our worship by bringing forward our offerings. you to please stand and join in the prayers of the church. Almighty and most merciful God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we give you thanks for all your goodness and tender mercies, especially for the gift of your dear Son and for the revelation of your will and your grace. And we beseech you so to implant your word in us that in good and honest hearts we may keep it and bring forth fruit by patient continuance in well-doing. Most heartily, we beseech you so to rule and govern your church universal with all its pastors and ministers that it may be preserved in the pure doctrine of your saving word, whereby faith towards you may be strengthened and charity increased in us toward all mankind. To this end, we pray your blessing on Bishop Heiser, on our pastors, and all the pastors of our diocese. Bless St. Ignatius Lutheran Seminary, its instructors and students, that men might be trained for the work of the ministry, and when called, faithfully preach and teach your life-giving word. Grant also health and prosperity to all that are in authority, especially to the President and Congress of the United States, the governor and legislature of this state, to all our judges and magistrates, and endue them with grace to rule after your good pleasure to the maintenance of righteousness and to the hindrance and punishment of wickedness, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. May it please you also to turn the hearts of our enemies and adversaries, that they may cease their enmity and be inclined to walk with us in meekness and in peace. All who are in trouble, want, sick, sickness, anguish of labor, peril of death, or any other adversity, especially those who are in suffering for your name and for your truth's sake, comfort, O God, with your Holy Spirit, that they may receive the acknowledge and acknowledge their afflictions as the manifestation of your fatherly will. We pray for the people of Ukraine and for the people of Russia and for all suffering from the horrors of war and the oppression of ungodly rulers. 
we ask you to protect and keep all those who trust in you, to mercifully grant repentance and life to those who do not yet know you and believe your word, and to judge those who refuse to repent but persist in unbelief and wickedness. We ask that you establish peace in the world and prevent an escalation of war and bloodshed. And although we have deserved your righteous wrath and manifold punishments, yet we entreat you, O most merciful Father, remember not the sins of our youth nor our many transgressions, but out of your unspeakable goodness, grace, and mercy, defend us from all harm and danger of body and soul, preserve us from false and pernicious doctrine, from war and bloodshed, from plague and pestilence, from all calamity by fire and water, from hail and tempest, from failure of harvest and from famine, from anguish of heart and despair of your mercy, and from an evil death. And in every time of trouble, show yourself a very present help, the Savior of all men and especially of those who believe. Cause also the needful fruits of the earth to prosper, that we may enjoy them in due season. Give success to the Christian training of the young, to all lawful occupations on land and sea, and to all pure arts and useful knowledge, and crown them with your blessing. These and whatever other things you would, you would have us ask of you, O God, grant them to us for the sake of the bitter sufferings and death of Jesus Christ, your only begotten Son and our Lord and Savior, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, ever one God, world without end. Amen. You may be seated. We continue our worship by singing hymn 314, Lord Jesus Christ, we humbly pray.
I ask you to please stand. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks unto the Lord our God. It is truly meet, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks unto thee, O Lord, Holy Father, almighty and everlasting God. And now do we praise thee that thou didst send unto us thine only begotten Son, and that in him being found in fashion as a man, that it's manifest the fullness of thy glory. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify thy glorious name, evermore praising thee and saying, temptation, but deliver us from evil. Peace of the Lord be with you always. 
to come forward. This is the true body of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, given to death for all your sins. And the Lord bless you and you and keep you in his baptismal grace. Take and eat. This is the true body of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, given unto death for all your sins. The Lord bless you and keep you in his baptismal grace. Take and eat. This is the true body of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, given to death for all your sins. for the remission of all your sins. Take and drink. This is the true blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, shed for the remission of all your sins. I ask you to please stand. Now may this holy body and precious blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ strengthen and preserve you in the true faith unto life everlasting. Depart in peace, be of good cheer. Your sins are forgiven you for Jesus' sake.
thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. O God, the Father, fount and source of all goodness, who in loving kindness did send thine only begotten Son into the flesh, we thank thee that for his sake thou hast given us pardon and peace in the sacrament. And we beseech thee not to forsake thy children, but evermore to rule our hearts and minds by thy Holy Spirit, that we may be enabled constantly to serve thee. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. The Lord be with you. Bless we the Lord. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. our worship by singing him 625 oh bless the house whatever befall
A welcome to all of you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. As far as announcements, uh, not too many announcements today, just a reminder that Wednesday evening we continue our study in the book of Colossians. We'll be in Colossians chapter 3 at 7 o'clock, and that'll be by uh, Jitsi Meet. And I thought I changed it to Jitsi Meet, but it still says Google Meet in here. Uh, But it is by Jitsi Meet. And uh, it'll be something where you can join either either with video or just audio if you use, choose to use your phone. Any other announcements today? In regard to the new hymnal supplement, we have not yet received uh, the spiral bound or anything, you know, so I guess we're still waiting. Uh, Maybe by the end of the month we'll have something and we can we can try it. So God's blessings to all of you and your Lord Jesus. Thank you. Mm-hmm.